Hello, and welcome back to my podcast, Hear Me Out, Pesticide Safety and Environmental Education, the podcast where I, Molly Vogley, talk about all the ins and outs of the pesticide safety world. On today's episode, I will have Mike Schmidt joining me, who is the Associate Dean for the Agriculture, Food, and Natural Resources Center, or AFNR, in extension at the University of Minnesota. Hello, Mike, and thank you so much for joining me today. Kind of what I wanted to do with this interview, um, which is kind of learn about, you know, who you are, learn about your path, and what I can learn from that, you know, as a going to be a college graduate this next year and kind of have an open, open mind, open field of where I'm going to go. Yeah, Yeah, I'm super excited to be graduating and just, you know, there's so many, so much out there that I can learn about. Um, But yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I'm an environmental science policy management major. ESPM, Um, they call it. Yep, ESPM. It's a pretty (laughs) long title. Um, I have a minor in sociology and sustainability studies, so I'm really passionate about, you know, working with the public and with people to, you know, inform them about environmental issues and how we can solve and cope with these issues, you know, especially with climate change and things getting crazy. Um, So I can really see myself in kind of like an environmental education position you know, maybe working for like the DNR or the park service, or maybe even as an extension educator, now that I'm learning more about what they do. I, I think that sounds pretty, pretty neat to me. So we just hired two extension educators mm-hmm. as climate adaptation educators. Oh, so cool. it's the first time we've hired climate edu- climate adaptation or resilience people so uh-huh. keep your dream intact in there because you know um afnr or extension ag and natural resources is not just about farming yeah it's not just about uh forestry it's about addressing climate change it's addressing climate adaptation and resilience it's it's addressing water yeah. and um, um sustainability so um, because that that's what Minnesotans want to know more about. They want to learn more about that. And yeah, you know, definitely. Minnesota Extension is a land grant university, which means we're for the people. And therefore mm-hmm. we need to follow what the people, you know, want and need, you know, regarding research and then the resulting education that we do in extension. So yeah. um, you know, what your major is 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 a trend you know we mm-hmm. didn't see this 30 years ago or yeah years ago because mm-hmm. it was less known of an issue at the time it's a real issue today yeah and we need people addressing mm-hmm. this we need more awareness we need we need more um uh social science as well as natural resource science yeah you know to work with people to mm-hmm. believe that this isn't just you know data saying you know whatever we want it to say yeah and how do we get people to evolve their behavior you know through various you know um strategies so essentially what i'm saying is that you know, extension, especially in AFNR, Ag, Food, and Natural Resources, has mm-hmm. really evolved. And we're not just about farming and forestry, or yeah. cows and, and, and corn. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're about addressing, you know, 
big issues. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, my background is a little bit unusual in that I grew up in a very metropolitan area, um, mm -hmm. a, a suburb of Chicago, and my interest in agriculture and natural resources really came out of great science teachers in mm. high school. You know, it wasn't that I grew up on a farm or out yeah. in a, you know, a 30 acre forest, you know, rural area. And, and, and uh, through great science teachers, it led me to, you know, an undergraduate degree in agronomy, which mm. is the study of crop production, mm -hmm. which includes crop science, genetics, soil science is all part of the agronomy umbrella. And cool. I'll, I'll be honest, as a you know, as a youth or as a high school student, I had no idea what agronomy was. I, I uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought they were saying astronomy, and I thought I don't even know that. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm kidding a little bit there, <laughs> but uh, agronomy became my major, and it was just exciting as an undergraduate. And I came to the University yeah. of Minnesota as an undergraduate in the Department of Agronomy and Plant Genetics. And uh, just was wow. And, and I did some internships working on production farms because mm. I had no agriculture background. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then I, um, I, I really enjoyed the science and thinking about, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the scholarship end of, of, of that discipline, but also the ability to work outside, work inside, you know, get my hands dirty. Yeah. And, and then I went to graduate school at the University of Illinois and got a master's and a PhD in agronomy. And I specialized mm -hmm. in soil chemistry. What does soil chemistry? Well, I looked at how nutrients, you know, behave in the soil. Mm. And think about that from an environmental perspective, Yeah, you know, 30 some years ago, which is when I was, you know, coming out of graduate school, we were, we were concerned mm -hmm. back then about yeah. great traits in the groundwater and lead contamination and phosphorus buildup and heavy metals in the soil, you know, so as a soil chemist, it kind of led me to work in production agriculture, but looking at how can we better, you know, uh, you know, with, with good knowledge and recommendations, advise people on how to apply fertilizers to soil, how to, you know, be careful that we're not polluting the soil, hence polluting groundwater and surface waters. And that led me to a position in industry. Mm. I worked in industry for several years as, uh, as an agronomist, specifically dealing with fertilizers because I worked mm -hmm. for a crop production input company. It was called Senex Land O'Lakes um, Cooperatives. And they okay. oversaw about 3,000 fertilizer dealerships around wow. the Northern United States. And I was a resource for those and did research on fertilizers because they oh. were a fertilizer company. Mm -hmm. So, And that then they were based in the Twin Cities here. And that kind of led to a position opening up on faculty here at the University of Minnesota, which we mutually agreed, you know, through the process to move to academia from industry. So I then was a assistant professor 
here at the oh. University of Minnesota in the Department of Soil, Water, and Climate, and worked with fertilizers and crop production for um, you know, almost 15 years, a little bit less than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to administration. I, I enjoyed um, leadership roles. I enjoy seeing the big vision mm. of, of agriculture. And, uh, you know, uh, it was an opportunity that I thought I, I would appreciate moving to administration. Yeah. And I've been in administration for quite a few years and in several different positions here in the college, as well as in extension. Remember, at the University of Minnesota, extension is a separate college. Yeah. I happen to have the great fortune of of reporting to two deans mm -hmm. one the dean of extension who's beverly durgan mm -hmm. i have heard of and brian boer is the dean of cfans the college of food ag and natural resource science you know i work at that intersection and what i do in my job you know over the years is i don't do the research anymore i don't yeah. directly do the education but what I do is enable our faculty and our staff to do their work. I make sure that people have resources through either central services, our communications, our accounting, our grants, our um, evaluation. You know, I make sure that we've got yeah. infrastructure, you know, to support whether it be our faculty, our educators, our program coordinators our interns, yeah. and, and I'm truly behind the scenes for the most part um, as far as doing that. So, um, you know, I make sure that people that are out working with the people that are working with audiences and stakeholders have the ability to be successful. Yeah. So I get involved in hiring, in evaluation of, of, of our workforce, um, mm -hmm. and then resourcing it. You know, I make sure that our funding is allocated to the right people at the right time. I also get the privilege of, of you know, creating and, and holding the vision for what we're doing in ag, food, and natural resources, you know, meeting with the people and making sure that we have a vision for where we want to be. What issues do we need to be hiring people for? You know, we talked a little bit earlier about climate and you know that's something that you know we started the dean's office in conjunction with listening to faculty and our program folks mm -hmm. around the state etc and say this is this is the next thing that we need to be addressing yeah you know so um it's a privilege to do that yeah um, so i do get the visionary type work in my role but i also get I'll say day-to-day -day tactical things too. Yeah. Putting out fires as far as, oh, we we you know have someone that um has a problem with a with a stakeholder or something. How can we you know resolve those issues and that? So it's a great job and it's one that um you know I I I totally enjoy um problem solving. Mm -hmm. I enjoy empowering people. I enjoy seeing other people be successful. And uh, I, I really think that the University of Minnesota is a wonderful organization. And I think Extension and CFANS are just a real privilege to be mm -hmm. part of. 
thank you for sharing that. Um, I think it's very beneficial to hear your path that led you to where you are now, and I can kind of learn from that. I just kind of was wondering, you know, a little bit more on what you actually do. I mean, you've touched, you know, sure. visionary, big picture stuff, but yeah. I just kind of like to know a little, little bit more about your position. Sure. So um, I have the opportunity, and I, it's a privilege to oversee mm -hmm. all of the program leaders. So um, what in that AFNR? In AFNR, okay, that yeah. is correct. Um, and in AFNR, we have 10 program leaders, of which you know, one of our program areas is uh, pesticide safety and environmental education, and the program leader and director mm -hmm. of that program is Linda Johns. So um, Linda oversees that area. We have a crops program team and mm -hmm. program leader that you know reports to me. And we have livestock, we have water, we have horticulture, we have ag wow. business management, we have natural resources. Um, and then we've got uh, a, a climate team that is brand new that we're just yeah. kind of starting. And we're also starting another new program team called Food Systems, mm. which is relatively new, mm -hmm. kind of like climate. Food systems are something that I'm, I'm really excited about because you know, for years we've talked about food from a a disciplinary perspective. Yeah. What we really need to be doing is talking about food from a multi or transdisciplinary perspective. And I've been working on this for several years to, you know, get this transition so that food is something that we can take, you know, uh, you know, a food safety component. But then let's put it into a food security component, a mm. food justice component, yeah. food access, food sovereignty, um, uh, along with you know food safety. So you know we need to be doing a little bit better of going into our communities around Minnesota and and using food as a little bit of a context of how we can um, go towards the goal of quality of life because mm. food is very important in a quality of life yeah. because food has cultural meaning food has nutritional value mm -hmm. uh, food is is a really nice integrator and, and i'm really excited that we yeah. are starting a new program team mm -hmm. in, in that foods area so you know i get the opportunity to lead these various teams and leading is both tactical management as well as visionary, which is uh, uh, strategic leadership as well. A little bit of a balance yeah. there, you know, between doing that day to day and then the, you know, the longer term type things. Um, I also manage a staff here. Um, we've got uh, numerous people that work uh, at technology learning. Mm -hmm. team, you know, whether you want to put a, a course online or just how to do use our apps better or develop mm -hmm. an app, things like that. So I manage a team with, you know, that with that provides those resources to our educators, specialists, program coordinators, interns. Um, you know, we have a communications team that I oversee, evaluation folks, um, and then account finance. 
you know, where we look at, you know, people seeking grants. I oversee helping, you know, mm -hmm. not directly, but I oversee yeah. a team that can mm -hmm. help the people. So um, I, I, I come to work each day with a kind of a work plan of what I need to get done. And mm -hmm. by the end of the day, um, I normally have 50% of the things that I never knew were going to be on my table come onto my plate that yeah. day. <laughs> and I, I love that mm -hmm. because, um, you know, we'll, we'll get everything done, but every day you're, you're reacting a little bit, but you're also being visionary and strategic as well. Mm -hmm. And that balance is, is, is exciting to me. Yeah. It sounds like something I would be interested in, and especially the food systems. Like a lot of my classes, we talk about you know, interdisciplinary yeah. aspects of, you know, environmental justice and food justice. So that sounds yeah. very interesting. Absolutely, yeah. We're it's exciting right now, Molly, because mm -hmm. we're we're just creating this team, and we're going to be hiring several educators mm -hmm. to be on this food systems team from various perspectives, you know, whether it be from, you know, a, 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 a cultural perspective, a sustainability perspective, mm -hmm. a food, I'll say safety, because, you know, when we start looking at preservation and, uh, you know, some of those things, we do want some science in there as well. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, uh, natural re uh, resource science, as well as social science, because when we start talking about food justice, food sovereignty, things like that, we need to have that human dimension into it as well, which is a social science. Yeah. That, that's what's kind of exciting is I heard you tell me about yourself. Mm -hmm. We need more and more people that have experience in the social science and some of the technical aspects mm -hmm. of you know, natural resource management which includes food, by the way. Food is a yeah. natural resource. <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> well, I guess, so what would be like your advice if I wanted to become an extension educator? You know, what would be the next, like the best sure. steps for me to take to be that role? Um, well, I, I think my advice to any undergraduate looking at a career in extension is become familiar with what extension is. It's part of the land grant mission. Mm -hmm. you know, that, that our, our country does have, and specifically the Smith-Lever Act, which is, um, you know, there, there's three uh, legs on the land-grant stool, the mm -hmm. undergraduate teaching, the research component, and the extension component. You know, the Morrill Act, the Hatch Act, and the Smith-Lever Act. Become familiar with that so that, you know, a lot of people don't know what extension is. You say, I work for extension, and they're going to say, what's extension? Do yeah. they make those electrical cords <laughs> plug in a lamp to? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's the extension is not a company that makes <laughs> extension cords. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, become familiar with extension. And the goal of extension is, is to connect you know, uh, people and resources on issues pertinent, relevant to Minnesota issues. And I'd also advise undergraduate students to look into internships <laughs> <laughs> because that mm -hmm. gives you a little bit of a snapshot glimpse for 10 weeks or so, so 
yeah. as to one component of extension. That's what I'd advise an undergraduate interested in extension. And then on the extension website, extension.umn.edu, of course, mm -hmm. it's bookmarked. It should be bookmarked. <laughs> it's to um, look at jobs, job openings, and you know the opportunities there as far as what type of a position you know, is available? What are the qualifications? Um, I, I always think that um, there's roles and opportunities for people, the whole spectrum of education and experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, look as far as where might be a, a, a fit. Um, look at, you know, the opportunities, the, uh, I, I think the real advantages of working for a university it probably isn't going to be the highest pay out there mm -hmm. because we're a public institution rather than working for industry, which yeah. really pays more. But uh, there's definitely trade-offs. I, I can tell you about those from experience. You know, so so Molly, I, I think extension is really a great career for people that want to work with people. Yeah. <laughs> this is an organization that's still has uh, people in the context. We work with people. Mm -hmm. We try and make a difference in people's lives. That's one of the mission statements of, it, of University of Minnesota Extension, and that's making a difference in the lives of people, not in the lives of our fields or our forests. It's people. That's, okay. That is our ultimate impact. You know, we get there through working mm -hmm. with you know our forests, our, yeah. our 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 urban, our urban agriculture. You know our 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 food hubs, our our lakes and and rivers. You know, but it's people at the end of the day that we really try to, that not really try that we do impact. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I I didn't really know anything about extension before starting this position. You know, I feel like it's not very advertised, maybe in the university. Well, maybe it is. I just no. I wasn't very familiar with it, so I'm very That's lucky to get to learn. I, th I think yeah. your word familiar because the university is so big. Yeah, there's, there's so, so many. many things that oh, I didn't know that they did that. I didn't know that there was this extension fits into that. I learned about extension a little bit as a graduate student because my advisor in my graduate program was an extension specialist. Oh, so okay. he would take me out to field days and say, Mike, you know, you know, um, you know, how about giving a presentation at, at, you know, for this meeting or for this program. And, and I became familiar with extension. Mm. And then I learned, oh, that's a component mm. of teaching that is for adult non campus learning mm -hmm. so I kind of knew what it was and then I became more familiar with it later on when I joined the University of Minnesota as a faculty member with a research slash extension appointment so I did research mm -hmm. I didn't teach undergraduate courses I taught people around the state about fertilizers and corn and and crop growth and water quality and things like that mm-hmm that's cool. You got kind of a little bit of experience before really diving into it. So, yeah, I, I did. And and quite frankly, working in industry, I, I was a resource yeah. for their business. And 
at the time I didn't know, but I was doing educational programming around their business, mm-hmm. which is essentially part of what we do in extension. And that's that we educate people. Yeah. And, and we develop curriculum to educate people so that they make good decisions. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess one last question. Sure. Do you have any things you wish you knew as recently going out of college, you know, entering the workforce? Any last advice that you wish you knew when you were my age? <laughs> oh, so much. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like a lot of it, you just yeah. kind of have to live and learn. But Yes, yes you do, Molly. And, and you know, I, I think we do have to be careful that we don't, um, you know, look at our young, new employees, um, you know, to think that we can tell them what they should know and do. I think learning by experience is so important. I think... I'm going to make a plug right now for mentors. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the best thing a mentor can do is develop a relationship with a new employee and a new employee with mentors mm-hmm. such that the mentors doesn't tell them everything to do, but make sure that the new employee does not fail and drift too far away from, you know, um, their program for long-term success. You need to do things. You bring the energy, the new vision that a that a good mentor may not have. A good mentor can tell you some of the stumbles along the way, some of the challenges. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that a partnership between the wisdom that comes from experience, but the energy and the new views and the new perspectives that a new employee bring those two together and it's just dynamite. My real mentors never were called mentors to me, but they're people I look back and were so influential in my career mm-hmm. that um, they were mentors. We just didn't call it that, but I learned from their experience and they're allowing me to fail. When you fail, fail, fail fast, fall forward, mm-hmm. get up and go do something. Yeah, I mean, get up and, and learn from, you know, uh, uh, maybe a mistake and, and keep going. But, you know, look for those mentors, even if they're not formally called a mentor, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, look at what people with some experience, um, you know, that partnership, you know, you know, is leading a huge team. We've got about 175 people in AFNR. Wow. We've got people that have great experiences, great wisdom. We also have people with great ideas, mm-hmm. great energy, and 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 to me, you know that 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 those new employees, to me, they're the future. And how do we, you know, enable them to, you know, not get frustrated? And and it's that balance of, don't give a mentor that tells people what to do but that they, you know, yeah. kind of walk beside them and not let mm-hmm. them fall over left or right too fast. <laughs> so that's my advice. Recognize that there's mentors there, even if they're not called mentors. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. some people that are very wise and experienced that I I would never want you to be them. Yeah. You can certainly compliment in that, you know, um, you know, take, you know, together. Yeah. One and one equals three.
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's really all the questions I have for you. I think we covered a lot of what I wanted to talk about. Good. Yeah, I'd like to thank you again for meeting with me. Oh, Molly. <laughs> I very much appreciate this. Remember, <laughs> it's you and your colleagues that inspire me. Mm. And, you know, let me know if there's any way I can help as you finish up your undergraduate and look towards, you know, a career down the road. Like I say, um, you know, I, I'm at a point with a lot of experience, you mm -hmm. know, that, that uh, I'll never tell you what to do, but if you ever wants any advice or input or that, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm, I'm yeah. very sincere. I'm not going to forget who you are. <laughs> this, are you has good? Made, this has made me very excited for my future, and I'm glad that I've chosen this environmental education path. Um, I'm excited good. for what's to come. You've got so many opportunities. You are in a the hottest the hottest area that there is right now. Yeah. As, yeah, there's you know, not uh, just one path I can take. There's so many different things that I could do. Everywhere. So yeah. Okay. Well, thanks again for taking the time to meet with me and letting me get to know you and the path you took to get to where you are in your career today. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to this podcast episode. Remember to like and subscribe, and I'll see you all next time. <laughs>